Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hey guys, I hope you are all super excited for a new episode of Happy Hour this week. Before we get into it, I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. This show is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. Whether you owe a friend a random bet you lost or just want to settle a giant group dinner that someone paid for, Cash App is the app to use. My friends and I always do this, you guys, where we'll go out to dinner in a big group and one person will just pay for everything and then everyone pays them back the part they owe from their dinner and Cash App solves this scenario and just makes Makes it so convenient and cash app also comes with the cash card a free debit card that comes with boosts which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like doordash whole foods target and way more it's literally like having credit card perks but just packed in a free debit card sounds pretty awesome to me I'm also excited, so excited, listen closely, this is my favorite part, to be working with Cash App to support one of my favorite organizations, the Jimmy Fund. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code HAPPYHOUR, in all caps, just one word, H-A-P-P-Y, H-O-U-R, not only will you instantly receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world. So I'm going to try not to cry right now, since a friend so near and dear to my heart and I'll actually talk about her more in an upcoming video but and when you hear this I love you so much you are so freaking strong girlfriend and was actually diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma this spring and is being treated at Dana-Farber here in Boston so now you know why the Jimmy Fund is extremely important to me and why I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together you'll get $10 to you like I said before and $10 towards defeating cancer so sounds like a pretty awesome deal to me again use the promo code happy hour when you download cash app from the app store today here we go okay welcome to a new episode of happy hour with Gretchen Garrity and today we are joined with the one and only Taylor thanks for having me of course this is so exciting you guys this is my second official guest I can't wait this episode is gonna be so much fun there's so many good questions I know I want to hear what people have to ask you guys asked literally so many good questions, um, and in typical happy hour fashion, we are going to start with what we're happy about right now. I love doing that, and how about you start us off? Okay, I have two things. One is that I'm running my half marathon tomorrow, so I feel like I'm pretty happy and excited about that, mm-hmm. and two, that you're home this week, because I feel yeah. like I miss you and you're not away, so I feel it's like we really had so much fun this week while That's you were home. Really cute. I love that. Just like bopping around. That's really cute of you. What I'm happy about right now is just that I've been home for the past week and with Taylor and just been able to like chill because I feel like my life can be so like go, go, go. Well, your life is actually more go, 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 but I'm just on the go Well, you're on the go, yeah. It's nice to like go to yoga and come back and have dinner and hang out and watch Aspen and Parker. Exactly. And I'm usually like traveling so much, so I'm happy that I've had one week at my apartment in Boston. I think I said in my last podcast that I'm home for a total of six days in November. So these were 
the five of them. Yeah, because then the 16th is the other day. The 16th <laughs> is the other day, and then I'm gone for the rest of November, and I get back. Day one of Vlogmas, baby, Yay! December 1st. Oh, yeah, There's a big like, surprise for you. Oh, it's 1st. so exciting. It's going to be the best, and everyone's like, are you doing Vlogmas? Yes, I'm doing Vlogmas. I always do, like, a happy quote, too, mm-hmm. and this is what I told Taylor yesterday, and I don't know if this is exactly what I was going for, but I was trying to find, like, a cute, happy one, like, about friendship, because you guys know Taylor is my best friend, and it says, a friend is someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you just the way you are, like, kind of mushy, and yeah, I, like I said, I don't know if it's really what I'm going for, but I feel like, obviously, we understand each other's past, because we are in each other's past, like, we yeah. grew up together, From the beginning. and... Yeah, I feel like we're, like, both, like, such encouraging friends for each other. Believes in your future. Hey, I believed in this podcast. <laughs> you did. No, you really did. And I feel like you're so encouraging and you're like, you got to do it. Like, Yeah, and now I'm so proud that I'm sitting, like, on the other side of it. Because I feel like it was in the talks for so long. Yeah. And then to see it, like, come to life Fruition. is so rewarding. Yeah, for you. For I know. Sure. I, like, finally did it. So, yeah. And I feel like you can doubt yourself, too. And I'm like, no, you can do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. About, like, anything. I don't even know in specific. Or, like, your current job situation. We'll get into that. Because you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, sis, yes. But anyway. Okay, then I thought before we get into the questions, I feel like we should just talk about, like, life update right now and talk about, like, where you're at, like, what's going on quickly for, like, some context. Because I feel like you're in and out of the vlogs. But, like, you guys are really going to get to know Taylor in this (laughs) podcast episode because I just really, yeah, wanted to ask her a lot of questions and for you guys to like get to know her more because a lot of you love her like most of you all of you love her so much because she's in like all my vlogs and just like you're such an interesting person I've never met anyone like you honestly like, that's I know that, interesting I know that's weird to say but we'll get into like all the reasons why and okay. what makes you you but you're just like so driven and so you like unapologetically yeah I don't really. yeah <laughs> so. like you don't care you're just so you and like I don't know like, we'll get into Okay, it, so you want a life update? Yeah. Like, where current you, job? Where you're at right where now. I'm at. Yeah, we'll, like, talk about that more, but... Well, that's a very broad yeah. topic. Yeah. Like, right now, like, this weekend, you're going to run your half marathon. Okay, well, yeah, I've been training a lot for my half marathon, which is happening tomorrow, so I feel like I've been running a lot in my free time. Mm-hmm. When I don't have free time, I'm usually at work. Um, so I'm loving my job, and I've been trying to figure out, like, what I want to do about grad school, because I know I definitely want to go for my MBA. Forgot we were doing that. (laughs) But now I think instead of going in January, I'm probably going to go in June, just because I know it's something that I want to do, but I don't picture myself sitting in a classroom in January. Oh my god, that's like tomorrow. Yeah, so I feel like I just need a little bit more time, since I feel like I was so busy the past four years of college. Yeah. That another like couple busy months. is an understatement. Yeah, I feel like another couple months will do me well. Yes. So I've been doing that. And there's no rush. Oh gosh, you no. Know. Um, what else have I been up to? I don't really running. Like running. I mean, right, running, running everywhere. and work. I don't know what else I'm doing. <laughs> running to work out and running from one thing to the next. <laughs> I have an exciting vacation coming up in December. Yeah. So I'm going. Where are you there. going? I'm going to Austria to oh. ski, which I'm so excited okay, about. I still don't even know where that is, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to be like looking you up on if Find I, My Friends and be like, you're literally so far. If I gave you a map, I wonder where you would, where you think it was. <laughs> like probably like in Europe somewhere. Okay, we were going, I'll never forget, my mom and Scott were taking us to a regatta. And this is like a couple years ago. Like we were old enough to know, like maybe 10th or 11th grade. And we were trying to find the hotel and there's a road sign, like the big blue H sign that you see on a road which means hospital and Gretchen goes oh hotel that way meaning that the H went to it's hotel like guys just follow the sign to say H and, and we were like, like oh my god are you kidding this me this is not good yeah. 
<laughs> that's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's all that's really going on. Yeah. Just living your best life. Yeah, I'm really happy. Boyfriend. I, don't have, I have a boyfriend. Aww. Yeah, talker. We'll talk about that. Oh, I'm sure the questions. Okay. Ready, everyone? Let's get into the questions. So, we got some questions from people we know. Oh, so God. Chase. Chase. Says, oh, fun. Not your Chase. Max. Yeah, Chase. yeah. <laughs> Chase says, if you were to live somewhere else than Boston, where would you live? Where would I live? Okay. This is a good question. Yeah. I think that I would probably live in another city. I really like the city life, yeah. but I'm not sure that it would be New York because I just, like, it's when I visited you there two summers ago, I just felt a little overwhelmed. Yeah. So I'd probably try, like, Philly or Chicago for a little bit. Ideally, mm. like, long term, I would love to, like, live in the mountains somewhere where I could, like, ski and whatever. So but I new. think that, like, right now while I'm young and fresh out of college, yeah. I would do another city. That's but like, not New York. Like, 150% yeah. would not go there. Very overwhelming. Very, like, overstimulating. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's but some like people lot. love it. And it's, like, yeah. great for those people. But I just don't feel like it would be a good fit for me. And I wonder if you almost would... Like, when I lived there, I felt like I always had to be doing something because there's always so much to do. Mm-hmm. And you do enough as it is. Like, I wonder if you were to be there, you would be like, oh, I have to do even more. And, like, be even more social and do this yeah. and do that. And, like, yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah, I could see you in like other cities. You're just like a go-getter. I feel like anywhere you live though, honestly, like even if you were like in the suburbs, you would like hop into your big car with all your kids and be like, come on, time for church. Like, I don't know. You like you would just <laughs> guys like before sitting down for this, Taylor's like, come on, okay, we gotta go, we gotta go. And I'm like, oh my god, your poor kids one day. It's gonna be like 8 a.m. on a Sunday, and Taylor's gonna be like, come on. I need to become more not like Mellow. I'm trying to work. <laughs> he was like, Tucker was like, what's the rush? He was like, yelling at me this morning. He's like, well, why are we going, going, going? And I'm like, well, why not? I feel like everyone in your life is like that too. Your parents are like, Taylor, what? what? Like, why are we rushing? And you're like, that's just how she is. I'm like, this pressure comes from within. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no time constraints. The time constraints are your time me, constraints. in my head. <laughs> Chase also says, how do you stay motivated to get up early and work out on your own? And I feel like a lot of this will be talking about working out in fitness because you guys yeah. know Taylor is like a fitness queen and I just feel like an inspiration to so oh, many. I'm trying really to get Gretchen around the Boston Marathon with me. Oh, so. yeah. We'll talk oh, about that. Okay. There's a question. So I feel like I stay motivated because I know when I feel best when I work out. So I focus on that. So I know that if I work out in the afternoon, I'll feel like more, like not totally in it and like more tired after working all day. So I know like how important working out is to me. So I know that since it's a priority, I need to find a time in my day that works best for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, most of the time that has been in the morning just because that's, you know, right when I wake up and I feel like it's a really good routine. But I think over the past couple of months, it's been a little bit harder because I've been having to work at seven. So that means leaving here at 630. So that's like super early. But on occasion, I'll get up at like... like, I'm getting up at (laughs) 330. Yeah. On occasion, I'll get up at five and do like half my workout and then maybe do half of it later. But it really just kind of depends on the week and like what I have going on. But I think it's just important if you, you know are doing something that you enjoy, you find time that works. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I feel like I try to work out in the morning literally to get it over with. But you like it in the morning because you feel like in the afternoon, it's like you're more tired. Yeah, I mean, in the morning, I feel like I'm just ready to go. Like, I could go run for, like... Like, you wake up and you spring out of bed. Like, aren't you tired at, like, 5 a.m. when you go hop on the treadmill? I mean, yeah, but I feel like I'm also tired after working all day. Yeah, you know? so more tired in the afternoon. Yeah, the but it, I mean, when I have longer runs, I don't have time in the morning to go run 15 miles. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to get up at like Guys, 3.30. she 
literally was in this routine. I feel like you still are in this routine where she gets up at the crack of dawn, goes and works out, works all day, comes back, works out again. And Um, I'm like, oh my God, why are we doing doubles every day? (laughs) I mean, a lot of this does stem from, you know, being in rowing for the past four years in college. I think it's just that you know, mindset mentality of, like, having to do a certain amount of minutes to, like, you know, look a certain way or feel a certain way, which I know it to not be true. So I feel like that's something that I've been shifting on. And I feel like actually that correlates to me, you know, not feeling bad if I don't get up and work out in the morning and just do a workout in the afternoon. Like, I feel like I've become more okay with that over time, but it's definitely taking time, you know, to figure that out. I know. I feel like it takes so much time to, like, move past that mindset and be like, wait, I can like, live a normal human life and be, like, right. everybody else. Yeah, like, and the other morning... And I'm, like, consumed with working out. Right, I, like, set my alarm to work out in the morning, and I didn't. And then in the afternoon, I just went to sculpt at Core Power. Yeah. I'm, like, that's fine, but yeah, it's just hard to think Oh, I like that that's, like, improving. Guys, sorry, these questions are, like, all over the place. They're not in, like, any specific category. That's okay. Like, just listen to the whole thing, okay, <laughs> if you want to hear everything, because they're just, like, how I wrote them down. Um, but one of the questions was, what time do you get up normally? So I feel like that's good to talk oh, about right okay. now because we were just talking about motivation and, like, getting up early to work out. So it depends. If I'm not working out, usually, like, 5.50 or 6.05, <laughs> depending on if I need to do my hair. Okay? I mean, these are things that you have to take into me, account. it sounds, like, literally impossible. <laughs> and if I do work out, it's a hell of a lot earlier. It's, like, it'd be 5. Ooh. It just depends on the day. Yeah. But it ranges no later than 6.05 because I have to be at work by 7, so yeah. I'm not sleeping in past then. Yeah. Today I was up at 5, and it's a Saturday, and I was like, let's go. Oh, my gosh. She, like, Taylor would be like, guys, like, she'll be like, Gretchen, you won't believe it. I woke up at 7, like, I slept in today, right. and I'm like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I have to, like, peel myself out of bed at 9 o'clock to get to, like, but a 9.30 yoga. now I have yoga. that alarm clock in my head from work. Yeah. Where I'm just, like, up and ready to and go. And I feel like once you're... I forget that saying, like, if you do something for, like, 28 days or a month or something, then it's, like, your routine, and you've been like this for so long, like, I feel like once you get up that early for that long, like, you've done it all of college, like, all of high school, too, your body can't sleep past, like, six or seven anyway. Yeah, and I don't even feel like I need that much sleep. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. just supposed to do it. She can go run, like, half marathon in, like, a couple hours of sleep. You, like, don't well, This get that doesn't much work sleep. for everyone. Like, I don't want people yeah. to think that you have to, like, wake up early to, like, yeah accomplish for me not attainable goals. right now right maybe Which in the future totally if fine. I changed a lot around in like right. my routine and that's but... great because that works best for your schedule so yeah it's just, it works differently per yeah person. interesting max has a question maxie <laughs> what's up actually I'm gonna <laughs> say this for a second because I don't even know if I told you this but I met two subscribers in Reading at his game mm-hmm. And they were like, wait, Gretchen, before we go, we have a question that we've been wanting to ask you for so long. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is it? They're like, I'm sure like so many people are wondering it. Like we have been dying to ask you. And I'm like, okay, like let's what? hear it, ladies. And they were like, how do the three of you live together? Like how oh. is Taylor okay with that? And I don't know if we've ever talked about it. So this is really good to talk about. How is Taylor okay with Max living there? Are you all friends? Like, did she ever feel weird? Because they were like, honestly, like we have like roommates in college and sometimes we feel weird if like the boyfriend's there. Or, like, and I feel like that is just from them not being like close with him or they're like the boyfriend will be like dirty and messy and like be disrespectful to like our apartment and like our things. Right. But I feel like we had such a good little system. Yeah, I did not ever like once think about it being an issue at all because I feel like Max and I get along fine. Like if you were out 
you know, running errands, like Max and I still like hang out and talk and whatnot. Yeah. So I feel like it probably stems from the three of us having a good relationship, mm. you know, collectively and individually. Yeah. And Max was also super easy to live with. And I'm, you know, he's coming back in April, so yeah. I'll be doing it again. <laughs> See you soon, babe. But, you know, he cleans up. He folds my laundry like no other. Yeah. I mean, really very lucky. He's so good at folding. So good. I'm like, why in the hell? I'm like, no way Gretchen did this. <laughs> Taylor can tell when I try to fold and then when Max like actually folds. Max is like folding master, yeah. So (laughs) Max is just like super respectful. He, you know, takes out the trash all the time. And I'm not trying to put light on like his manual labor of him living here. He just like does things to like help keep the apartment together. And it's just super chill. Like he's never doing annoying things. Like Max is not. Yeah. You know, he's great He's to not, like, with. difficult. I know. No, I feel like, so not difficult. Like, I understand in college it can be difficult when you have roommates, and then if, like, someone has a boyfriend, and if the boyfriend, like, isn't making an effort to, like, be friends with the girls there, right. like, make conversation and be friends with them so that you could be with them, and like Taylor was saying, like, I would leave sometimes, and, like, Max and Taylor would be yeah. here, and it would be good. And Max came, like, on my family vacation. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah, like, they I were friends. I think that that should speak in a volume about, yeah. like, our relationship together. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like for people that have like issues with that sort of situation, the boyfriend just really needs to make the effort if he's coming into like an apartment with Mm -hmm. other girls to like be friends with them, be super sweet, be respectful, like at least clean up after themselves if not like the other girls living there to like be nice. My mom always talks about, I forget who she was telling the other day, she was like, I think she was telling my aunt Chris, she was like, Chris, you won't believe it. Like when I was there, I like took a shower and got out of the shower and Max had like Stripped Taylor's bed, washed everything, like folded it all, or like put it back on the bed, made her bed like so nice. And I was like, what the heck? So, yeah, Max is great to live with, and I have like negative issues. Yeah. Love Max. Exactly. And he makes you happy, and he's just like happy to be around. So, totally like great with it. I know. And does my end of the chores. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He holds that up. (laughs) So, it's like probably cleaner when he's here anyway. But yeah, okay. So, his question is, What's the best and worst part about living with Max? <laughs> the best and worst part of living with him? And he yeah. asked this question? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> um, the best part, I think, is probably what I just said, what that he's, saying? like, happy yeah. to be around. Yeah. Um, he makes you happy. He's funny as hell. <laughs> um, yeah. And the worst part, he occasionally yells at his Fortnite, <laughs> but, like, it doesn't bother me. But that's the only, like, quote-unquote like, bad we... thing. Every time I leave and he's playing, I'm like, build me a fort. I don't even know if that's what you do in Fortnite. <laughs> me neither. I don't know either. But I'm like, hey, build me a fort. And he's that's like, okay, so okay. That's so funny. I just remember him being in my room on Xbox and you and me being out here and you would be, like, yelling at his friends. Like, and you and me would be like, oh, my gosh, is what okay? is going on in there? <laughs> but, okay, that's, like, that's but, the yeah, only thing, Max. That wasn't really, like, bad. And because no. it was never, like... 1am like keeping us up or like no, you know oh my what God, I mean no. like it was so no. yeah that's really funny love you Max someone I remember yesterday when we were looking at the questions mm-hmm. so I put this here too what was your first impression of Max like what did you think of Max maybe when you like first he, saw him or met him yes oh this is a fun was, one did you meet him at baseball yeah so yeah. I met him and I thought at he was <laughs> really smiley he was like really into Gretchen I could like tell right away uh-huh. and he almost seemed shy but also probably because yeah. I mean it was I'm assuming intimidating because we're like best friends and whatnot. Yeah. And you had all of your friends there too. And I'm like, ah, I like talking to my own linen. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was like really sweet and he just seemed like a cute little mush. I was yeah. like, oh, he's like a cute he's little mushy. He's a cute little mush. Yeah. And he was just like grinning from ear to ear. Like that's all I remember. He's just smiling so big. Aww. I was like, oh, ooh. 
You know? I know. I so feel like I remembered it? his smile from when I first yeah, met him. Yeah, so like, cute. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting, too, because I feel like he is shy, like, at first almost. Max, we're talking so much about you. But, like, when I first met him or, like, when he first meets people, he'll be more quiet. Or, like, in a group setting. I guess it's anyone in, like, a new group setting with, like, people that you don't know or whatever. But then you get to know him and he's obviously more, Yeah, like, and the outgoing. first time we hung out in your apartment. Yeah, I was just going to say that. He was, like, super outgoing and, like, chatty. Yeah. We became fast friends, people. Here we are. Aww. Lucy has a question. She Hi, says, Lulu. We miss you, Lucy. We, we love do. you. Lucy says, Aw, how did you meet? Tell the whole story because it's precious. Hashtag TBT. Hashtag Tay, the MVP. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Gretchen and I met in third grade because we were on the same soccer team. And my mom was the coach. And she loves to tell people that, you know, Gretchen was a bench warmer. But you were not the bench warmer. Oh, I was you the were bench not. warmer. And, but I don't think we were really, like, connected then. Like, I was in third yeah. grade. I, I literally have vivid memories. Like, I could... Like, like in my head, I have an image of you. Like, I know exactly what you look like. You look like mini, like, Katie, Kaylin, basically. Yeah. But, like, mini you. Like, more you. And you had a little ponytail. And Taylor was so good at soccer. She literally was the MVP. So that's what Lucy's talking about. She was so good. And she would just run around, score goals, and I would pick grass on the bed. <laughs> but so I feel like we almost, not that we didn't, like, talk on it. I don't remember what I we talked about I just don't remember third grade. third grade. I mean, maybe we were like, hey, like, you know. Yeah, like, no idea. But that's, like, when we first met her and knew her. So the next question, how we became friends, is good to talk about because I wouldn't say... We were probably like acquaintances then, but we were like third graders. What do you do in third grade? Like eat crayons. I don't know. (laughs) So we became friends in eighth grade. Eighth grade because I had already been on the rowing team. For like a year. For a year. Mm -hmm. And then you and Lucy joined, but you were doing it only one season, right? Wait, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what you were doing. But anyway, we became like, like, we had a great friend group. Yeah. In high school. We really did. They were like, we all just like clicked. Yeah. I mean, it was all the rowers that were friends, but I thought that we had a great friend group and we we connected right then. And then I think that as time went on, me, you and Lucy and Amelia, I guess too, became like more and more serious about it. So I think that we just kind of probably stuck together. Yeah. The people that like kept rowing and took it seriously and were like, oh wait, we could do this in college. Like kind of thing and I just remember yeah so obviously we were so close in high school and I remember being like I will not go to BU if you don't come with me like I literally will not step foot on campus if you don't come so it worked out so well um I think we've like talked about this in a video before maybe have we not I don't know I like assume that they know everything that's happened with you or like our relationship but um is this okay to talk about how you didn't get into Holy Cross yeah and I was like whoa (laughs) I thought it was like the end of the world Mm mm-hmm because this is a good lesson for them to hear yeah, if you're, like, going into college. I really did. I was, like, really set on going there because I love the academics. And mm-hmm. I was going to row there, but not, like, seriously because they were slower than our high school team. Really? really like, I don't know if I should or... say that. They were D1. Oh, okay. But just, like, so a lower end. Program. Yeah, a smaller program. Yeah. So I was like, well, I think that would be okay because I really, you love like, the love the academics and, like, yeah. love the school. And I had no idea if I wanted a big school or a small school. Yeah. And then I didn't get in, and I was like... Guys, it was the weirdest thing. What in the hell? She, like, not, the coach isn't going to listen to this, or if she does, hey, girl, like, what's <laughs> up? But Taylor, I feel like, was friends with the coach, yeah. and texting her, like, had to visit the whole thing. And, like, I feel like if you take, like, an official visit somewhere, it's kind of like... I don't know how to describe it. It's not like you're guaranteed to get in, but you're, like, friends with a coach. Like, you're pretty much, like, going to get in. Like, they have, like, pull on admissions, whatever. So it was so bizarre when Taylor didn't get in. I was like, this just doesn't make any sense. And Taylor, I think, texted the coach and was like, sis, we have this plan of me coming here, and I just got my 
Well, not acceptance. <laughs> not like, acceptance letter. What is it called? I don't know. When you don't get in. Denied. She was like, what the heck? And the coach was like, oh, sorry. Like, happens sometimes. Best of luck. And we were like, what the heck? Like, and this the rug was, was like ripped out from underneath yeah. of you. And Spring this was before I knew about BU. Like, I hadn't been accepted into yes. BU yet. So, and I had applied to a bunch of other schools because at the time I had also torn my ACL. So, that could have played yes. into oh, it. Oh, we're going to talk about you know? that too. So, I had applied to a bunch of schools like out west, like last second because I was like, oh, maybe I'll go ski. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. And then, ski after the like, ACL. Like, I don't know what the fixed. hell I was thinking. But then <laughs> I got my acceptance to BU. And I had gone on a visit there. Do you remember how that happened? I remember. How I got the letter? Yeah, yeah I, I was. We were at practice. Yep. And it on was Saturday winter, morning. Cold as heck. And I got the letter and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be you. And Do I was you remember super who excited. opened it? Mike McMahon was Me. Oh, Gretchen, you opened it? That's right, you did. Because I go, it was the end of our you practice. Did. It was like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. And we're, I'm like on my phone at the end, like our coach is talking and I'm like, oh my God. Like, the BU acceptances have been sent out. Like, we have to go check right now. You could check online. And Taylor's like, I'm not checking. Because I think the day before was when you didn't get into Holy Cross. Oh, like it was yeah, literally the was, day before. Soon, yeah. And I'm like, we got to know. Like, you definitely got into BU. And I was so stressed because I'm like, oh, my gosh. If she doesn't get in, I'm the one that has to, like, tell her. And I grabbed her phone and I looked. And it was like, congratulations, whatever. And I was like, you got it. We're going to BU. And I, at that moment, I was, like, so excited. And I knew that it was the right decision. And then, yeah. obviously, like, once I thought more about it and... I was able to be at BU. I just, it was like 100% the, the right decision. I know. In hindsight, that was so brave of me to take your phone and look. Because imagine if it was like, unfortunately, unfortunately. I would have been like, you got it. <laughs> like, I don't know what I, I would have done. And I had like the, we had such a good time there. Like, I yeah. love BU. I would go there again in a heartbeat. I know. I was literally, I met a girl yesterday at the hockey game. Um, and I was like, I would start my undergrad again tomorrow oh if God, I could. Yeah. And then again, in four years when I finish, I would do it again. Like, I loved it so much. I love the location of the school. I love the school. I love everything people. about like, it. I just loved it. I know, and like, how much there is to do, but anyway, so how we met rowing and became friends and you just heard a whole lot more. Okay. Like I said, all over the place, but this is going to be a lot about fitness and just all about Taylor. So does Taylor ever take rest days yes people <laughs> or cheat days. meals and if so favorite one yes oh lord <laughs> they're like she's this robotic no, human no, that I runs that makes me sad i don't want to be seen like no i that. think they that you are just like really inspiring to a lot of people because i think you do honestly like deep down have a you try to have a good balance with like everything yeah. and you you know but i feel like you I know that you exercise more than like the average human. So it's like, it's very different. Yeah. So they're like, so I, do you, I like how do you do, do it? Like, do you ever have a I rest do take day? a rest day. Mm. And I feel like this is also something that I've gotten better about. I think people probably have this image because I came out of college rowing and that was a very go, 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 yeah. you know, mentality. Maybe a rest so day I understand like once it. a month. <laughs> no. So I do focus now on like taking rest when my body needs it. Yeah. And I like this like past you, week, Yeah, for you example, take a day every week but and it can change based right. on like your schedule and you're good at that right like this past um monday and tuesday i took two rest days because my body was just so exhausted because i did one of my big runs on sunday Mm -hmm. and i was feeling like you know kind of under the weather so i do take rest days i try and take no i definitely take one a week and if i need to i'll take two Mm -hmm. and as far as eating goes i feel like that's just been something that i've struggled with like from the very beginning i feel like everyone and everyone does nutrition to me has been like so interesting and there's no one thing that works for everyone. There's no yeah, one diet. There's so no different. one, you know. So do I, like, have ice cream? Yes. Do I? Yeah. But I also think, like, 
it's hard, not hard, but like since I'm vegan, like I can't really go out and have pizza because I simply can't eat that. Yeah. But I will have if you're like coconut ice cream. Like, yeah, like yeah. I will have ice cream. Like Whole Foods has great vegan cookies. Like I do treat myself for sure. Mm. Um, but I also is that your favorite? Oh yeah, for sure. But I also am Whole cognizant Foods vegan cookies. The chocolate chip ones, guys, so are so good. good. They're really good. Of the fact that my body needs the right fuel for the amount of work that I do. Yeah. So that's why I feel like. I do eat pretty clean most of the time because I know that what I'm putting in is what I'm able to put out. Yeah. Wait, this is really good because later on we have a question. We can just do it right now. Pre and post run foods and what foods do you think help fuel you and like your runs? Oh, that's a good question. I try and focus on getting a lot of protein just because it's hard when you're vegan. Well, actually no, because a lot of protein comes from all protein comes from plants, but anyway. Yeah. Um, or like a lot of protein does come from per- from plants, and I think like that's a big protein. misconception yeah, I mean, because I remember meeting with a nutritionist at BU that, mm-hmm. like, you know, we had access to being on the lightweight rowing team, and she was like, actually, fun fact, because I remember talking to her about being vegan because this was before me and Lucy were, like, about to be vegan, and she was like, actually, like, a big misconception about protein is that you don't get enough if you're vegan, but you actually, like, the average human eats twice as much protein as right. they need, like, every day, mm-hmm. but still, it's obviously something important yeah. that's, like, to have. So I do a lot of like go macro bars. I love those because they yeah, have a good do. amount of protein. I'll do a smoothie lately. Yeah, That's been my thing. I'll do yeah, like uh, frozen berries, bananas, and then some type of protein powder and yeah. almond milk. I've been using the Vega like chocolate protein. Mm. The care of has been fine. Chocolate protein. protein. Yeah. So I try and do that, and then if it's in the afternoon and I'm going for a run and I don't want to eat like something super heavy, I'll just do like a rice cake with banana and peanut butter. Uh-huh. But it's super important to fuel, like, if I'm doing a long run on a Saturday or Sunday morning, I'll make sure that I'm having something more substantial, like oatmeal, banana, peanut butter. Yeah. But I try and stay away from things that are, like, too heavy just because yeah. it's not going to sit well on your stomach. Yeah. So I'm not going to have a whole smoothie. I'll have, like, half Yeah, or, like, you'll have – I feel like you'll always make these big, like, yummy salads for dinner, but you never eat that, like, before oh, no, run. No. You would feel but so, like – But it's important that after your run that you do have a big meal like that. So I yeah. try and follow it up with something – like a protein packed salad or mm-hmm. like last night chickpeas yeah last night was great we did a salad and then the brown rice pasta yeah and that's like a great balance yeah hi guys interrupting in here really quick to tell you about HelloFresh because you guys know I've been getting HelloFresh delivered and cooking with them for years now the sweet potato tacos by the way are definitely my favorite and they're making me hungry right now just talking about them so HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen there's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers HelloFresh also has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit so you know you're getting something delicious. You can easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. So you can get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com slash happyhour9 and using my code happyhour9. Again, that's hellofresh.com slash happyhour9 using the promo code happyhour9. And obviously I would recommend, you guys know I've loved HelloFresh for so long now and they literally just make my life so convenient, especially with all the traveling that I do and my hectic lifestyle. So with that, let's get back into the episode. Jesus, I feel like I could talk on here till tomorrow. I know. What in the heck? So I guess this is a good one to talk about now. Um, I guess I'm trying to make this more into like topics so we're not all over the place. But this is kind of like similar to Chase's question, how do you stay motivated to run so much? And I feel like another question people were saying is like, why running? Like how did you get into running? And I feel like 
you did that a lot to like cross train from rowing in high school but I feel like that's your main thing and so why do you think you enjoy running so much and I just love that you can go and it's a great way to like explore and find new places like I feel like I've been able to see so much of Boston just because I've been able to like, to, like run quite outside. literally run the city <laughs> run around uh, <laughs> I think I've seen every nook and cranny of Boston yeah um but I just love it like I can pop my music in and I don't have to like think about it I have a really difficult time and I find this like on the treadmill too if I'm like sitting down on the bike or like on a treadmill I'm constantly like looking at the time yeah like oh like crap I've only done yeah a mile and a half whereas if I'm like running outside I don't even think about it like I turn on my watch and I just go Uh and I like love it and I turn on my country music and people are like how in the hell do you listen to country that whole damn time oh I I just love it yeah so I think it's just a really good way for me to like you know not think about things and not be stressed and just like go run Mm -hmm. this question is how did you start getting into fitness and that made me think why (laughs) do you think you enjoy working out so much and like I feel like you just find so much value in it like is it I mean I'm sure a part of it is like how it makes you look and everything but I feel like more so is it like how it makes you feel yeah I just never leave a workout feeling worse than when I went in yeah you know like maybe maybe, you were the one that told me that maybe I didn't have a great workout but like I feel better and that's why I like would encourage so many people that if it's something that you're like thinking about getting into or like nervous about but it's something that you just want to try like it's you know so much better to go outside and like walk for five minutes run for five minutes than to like not do anything you know like you're always going to feel feel better after you do that and I feel like I've gotten so into it just because it's something that it's like my hobby. Mm-hmm. Like it would be the same thing as someone that loves to do YouTube, like YouTube, <laughs> right. Or like Podcast. loves to like draw. Like, I don't know. Like it's just, everyone has their thing. And for me, I feel like working out is kind of my thing mm-hmm. because I've just gotten into such a good routine with it. Like uh-huh. I just look forward to working out every day. And also with That's that, so I good. think comes, you know, I, work out not only because I like it but because I feel like it's good for my body I feel like it's healthy for me yeah um and I think that you know body image is obviously something that I've struggled with you know Mm. because of wrong which is totally fine but I feel like you know working out kind of helps me you know normalize my thoughts a little bit more yeah not in an unhealthy way just by you know working out is good for me because sometimes I can get those thoughts out of my head by working out yeah even if it's just and a you bit. definitely get I feel like from running especially after a long run you have all the endorphins and you like feel so good you have like runners high like, right I feel like it's literally such a thing right and I just like feel making my body feel strong like yeah. because I feel like it's such a thing where if you're able to work out and your body's capable of doing those things like take mm. advantage of it and Aww. it doesn't have to be a run like you don't have to go run 12 miles like I understand that's like psycho sometimes yeah but even if you're able to like go for a hike or like mm-hmm. you know like it's something like your body's yeah. able to do it so like that's such know, a good it. mindset I know I love thinking that like in the beginning of like a soul class or a yoga class I'll always be like set your intention I always think like I just want to be able to do this for people that can't because I know right. so many people like wish they could be able to work out so everyone that's like sitting at home like oh I'm so unmotivated like I want to work out I can't get myself to do it like let that push you right. if not anything else and just else. do something little like it really doesn't have to be like find what mm. works for you like yeah. if it's elliptical great if it's like going on long walks like fine mm. and for, if there's people out there that are listening that can't work out then that's really fine. Like, find your hobby. Like, find Mm -hmm. what makes you happy. And for me, that's working out. Like, if you told me to, like, go read a book, I'd be like, 
no thank you <laughs> but there's some people out there that love it so yeah. find your thing and yeah. invest energy and time into it because it's going to make you happy good okay. was that too long oh no, my god so Sorry. good that's really interesting and okay I feel like we can talk about I'm getting good at like putting this you in are topics. so that makes me think of like so yeah, anyone that's unmotivated, be motivated by the people that wish that they could work out. Because yes, and by so what people. makes you happy. Yeah, and so that makes me think though, like Lucy, great example. She was someone that was just like you, working out literally was her hobby. Like coming into college, like obviously she came into lightweight rowing with us, would go on her big long runs. She just enjoyed it so much, but then she became injured. So um, how do you stay strong mentally during injuries, like especially with the ACL? And I know that's something that, I mean, I struggled with, but I feel like you and Lucy so much more because working out is such a hobby for you guys. And I feel like I had, like, YouTube to just focus my energy on or whatever. So is it, like, finding something else that makes you happy during that time when you're, like, recovering? That's a good question because then this past spring, well, and winter, I, like, had strained, like, tissue in my ribs. Yeah, your back, I remember. And my back. And it is difficult. Um, the ACL was so hard. I mean, the ACL was terrible because yeah. that was like months and that was unreal. You were not like how you were before until like two years, I feel I mean, like. I, that was Don't let that rough. scare you though if you tear no. your ACL because I was like back on a bike in like four weeks. I was like fine. I think that I had to focus on the fact of getting better and if you like push yourself in those times mm-hmm. then it's just going to like prolong the process and that's yes. what I did with the ACL yes like, I remember I everyone like, yelling at you being like you need to freaking chill because you need to let your body heal like okay? I would hurt with a roller skate <laughs> on my hurt leg because I was nuts like, Guys, that's she not would, good she would literally get on the rowing machine and be like rowing along with her one leg her oh, right leg pushing with the left one in the brace in a roller skate, rolling by the rowing machine on the side. When we talk about this now, I'm like, that's not good. Okay, that's good. You can look back and yeah. reflect and be yeah. like, what the hell? So Taylor? I think it's just staying motivated in the sense of, <laughs> like, my mom would go through arm workouts with me while yes. I was like, you do know, what on the you couch. Can. Like, do what, what you, you can, can do. Yeah. Like, my mom would hold my legs down so I could, you know... Like, get do some, sit-ups. Wait, or guys, like I remember crunches. her arms literally got, like, jacked because she would get her little, like, dumbbells yeah. and she would, like, sit on the couch and just bump by her and all day. <laughs> That's not to say, like, if you need rest, take the rest. Yeah, yeah. But if you're, you know, talking about staying motivated while you're sick or whatever, injured. you know, if there's a time where you're can super be busy. so hard for Yeah, athletes. it's really important to just repair the body but that's not it's easier said than done it's something that I didn't quite understand at the time Mm. and it's just something that I think can get overlooked because people are just so hyper focused on getting back into it yeah they're like oh well I'll just go a little bit now but really you just have to take that time and during that time find something else that you can do and brings you joy yeah because you don't have the working out I know I feel like being at BU and obviously I was only in lightweight rowing team for a year but I feel like just being surrounded by D1 athletics and seeing everyone that like experiences injury being a D1 athlete I feel like that is just the hardest time for them because obviously if you're a D1 athlete your sport is like your biggest thing in college and whenever you're injured it's just like terrible and a lot of people I know experience like mental health issues during that time because they become depressed because they're like this is all I knew and I'm really sad if anyone listening to this has like experienced that because it's Mm -hmm. so hard so I feel like what Taylor is saying is like the best thing you can do is try to focus on like other things during that time that's all you can do definitely if you need help you have to get help yes like see it's okay someone yeah I know for sure I know I'm happy I feel like I mean it's almost 2020 and I feel like now like 
everyone talks about mental health and like everyone sees a therapist, counselor, right. whatever it is. And it's a good thing. I like, mean, I'll be the first to admit everyone that. Everyone should. I'm know? just starting to go to one and I probably should have done this like mm-hmm. five years ago because yeah. I just have such a distorted image in my head about, you know, eating God, and working out and everything. And so, yeah, like I think that I that's what they're there for. Well, this is a good time to talk about your experience with lightweight rowing okay. and what was D1 rowing like. Because it's not all negative like I no. can make it seem sometimes. No, it's not. <laughs> I think that everyone's experience varies, like, person to person. Personally, for me, did I have my struggles? Yes. But does every athlete have their struggles? Yes. Like, everybody is going to go through, like, highs and lows, especially in the college sports world just because it's competitive and your whole life kind of centers around it. But for me, like, I made my best of friends on that team. Mm -hmm. Like, I really did. And I was super close. I mean, obviously, I knew you before coming to college. But the people that were in my class, like – we still text every day and, yeah. you know, we, like, go visit one another. Like, they to were dinner. my best, best friends. And I personally liked the discipline and the drive of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I loved the working out part of it. But I did, like, love rowing. Like, yeah. it was something that I, you know, grew up – well, I grew up being, you know, 7th, 8th grade. But yeah. I had been doing it for so long that I feel like I was just able to focus on, like, my passion for it. Yeah. Like, did some of it, you know, become more difficult at times – Heck yeah. Mm. Were there times where I suffered? Yes. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, I I was really happy. I got so much out of it. Mm. Do I think I could have done it for another year? Like, no, I think I got everything out of it in four years for sure. Like I learned. Like if you had to start your season again right now, would you be like, I probably wouldn't do that. No, heck no. (laughs) But I like learned a lot from it. I learned, you know, teamwork. I learned discipline, time management. Like I just took away so many good things from it, Mm -hmm. but that's not to say that I didn't struggle. Like that would just be a lie. Like I did struggle. I did struggle physically. I did struggle emotionally, mentally. mentally. Like I did struggle. I Mm. did go through, like I'll admit it, like sophomore year, like a really low time. And that would have been a really toxic. Yeah. That would have been a really good time to like take a step away from it. Um, but I'm really glad that I didn't because I had another great two and a half years. Mm. So I think that that's important for people in, you know, any type of sport right now is that if you're experiencing a low, it's good to acknowledge it and like figure out what's best for you. But in that moment for me, it was best to continue on. And I'm really glad that I did. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, obviously we had such different experiences and I feel like Taylor is such the specific type of person that I feel like I've mentioned that can do it. And I just feel like I did not fit into that category if you watched my video about it but I feel like there obviously is people that can do it and it's good for them and like naturally she's smaller than me and shorter and can you know handle like the whole weigh-in situation um but yeah it's a touchy thing I think specifically like lightweight rowing because of the whole weight thing and if it's not meant for you like I'm not encouraging you to like yeah do it but if it is for you like and you love it then that's great and I think that's why it worked well for me yeah and I do think it, it just worked in that regard yeah so many good things do come out of it and just out of being like a college athlete in general like you said like it teaches right. you so much discipline like respect for others teamwork like the whole thing like there is so many positives just like I feel like obviously there is negatives with like being a D one athlete yeah, of just like for sure being like overtrained or injury or stuff like that. But like it's just no kind of doubt. like if it's for you or if it's not for you. And if you are ready and prepared and willing to have your whole life focused and center around this one thing, because that's just what it is. Yeah. Like if you're a D one athlete, you that's just your life. You know, like 
Not to say you can't do other things because Taylor actually did a whole lot of things, but that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I feel like you really that's why you have to love it because it does become your home life. Mm-hmm. And if you you know are into other things like you you for example like that yeah. worked so well for you to not continue on because you I had all those things. other things yeah right. and I feel like it's interesting because well you actually started rowing a year before me but your passion was still there and you loved it so much your whole four years of college and after my first year I was like my passion is gone I do not like it right. I don't want to be in a boat again I'm really over it so yeah I feel like it really just like depends on the person yeah this is also good to talk about. We're getting deep. This Uh-oh, is I'm scared. What is this? This question, and this is when I was talking about earlier before the podcast, I was like, ooh, Taylor, I okay. like forgot about this time. We'll talk about our like biggest fight later, but this was a thing. It says, was it tense between the two of you when you quit rowing, but Taylor continued? Oh. And it was. Yeah, it was tense. It was. It was tense. I felt almost like was so my sad. world was shattered and I felt so bad about it yeah. my world like was turned upside <clears throat> down because I was like well this is not good because Gretchen is like my best friend to like <laughs> death do us part yeah. and I really struggled I think with the fact that you were kind of like my security blanket because I also yeah. came into the team a little bit later because of my ACL. Yeah. So I wasn't there from the get-go freshman yeah. year. Taylor had like a weird entrance into our team because she was on the team but like couldn't row couldn't cox because right. she like like you were fully in like PT like recovery right. mode when you came to college so yeah so I thought that you know I was obviously really happy for her but I also thought it was difficult to understand at first because I was like whoa what like yeah. we both love rowing just as much as the next yeah and I'm like we've done this together for so long I know I feel like she was just like you can't quit and I'm like what what yeah I just didn't know what to think. And also we were living together. Yeah. And I just was like, well, who am I going to like walk home from practice with? Blah, blah, blah. Like so many thoughts. Now what do I do? (laughs) And in hindsight, it was probably great for both of us because we were able Mm -hmm. to like essentially grow closer, I think, because you were doing what you loved. I was doing what I loved. Mm -hmm. And branch out more. Yeah. We branched out like, you know, and then the time we had together was more like special and more meaningful, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that it was a not necessarily a point of contention. It was just like a bummer at first because I was yeah. like, oh. Taylor was just sad and I felt so bad about it because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be like, bye sis, like I'm leaving you. Right. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It's not because you're here and I can't be like doing right. this with you. It's because I can't be doing this rowing situation. But then after I saw like how happy you were and like yeah. the opportunities that Thriving. you had, I was like, oh, well th- this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like it was just like tough in the moment and I'm sure, well, I feel like that's almost how I was. Lucy didn't quit, but when she got injured, that's when I feel like I really was like, okay, I'm not passionate about rowing. I was passionate about rowing with Lucy or Taylor and just being with like my best friend and my twin sister but Taylor's injured right now Lucy's injured and I remember just going to practice every day being like I can't wait till this is over you know so but yeah that was an interesting time but obviously we got through it and I feel like Taylor's right I feel like it made us closer in the sense and like a good thing because I branched out I joined a sorority met more friends she became closer with other people and like new people she was meeting on the team so ultimately it was a good thing and I talked about in my college podcast with Mandy how I just had a really different experience coming to college because Mandy's like, oh, everyone's in the same boat beginning of freshman year. No one knows anyone. Everyone's trying to make friends. And I'm like, well, I came in with my twin sister and best friend. So I feel like not that that limited us, but it it was a good thing for us to like branch out and meet other people. Okay, we might as well just talk about it now. What is the biggest fight you've ever gotten in? This is as roommates or I guess just in general because Taylor and I get along really well. So I feel like 
we literally don't have fights, but we talked about this the other day. We're like, what was our biggest time? Or this one time I made Taylor really mad. Want to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> and that, was, that is a good point. Like, I don't feel like we ever, like, bicker or, like, get mad at one another. Yeah. We just don't have that type of relationship. Yeah. Like, or, just, like, we just tell each other. It's good to just be open. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, like, can't even think of anything. You don't leave dishes. Or, or if, like, your clothes are in the dryer... I just fold them and put them right, on your bed. Right. I don't like know. Like, we just function well together. And I'm yeah. telling Gretchen, I think that's because we do have different schedules. So mm-hmm. we're not, like, sitting at home together all day, every day. Anyway. So yeah. our biggest fight was sophomore year. I was away at a race. <laughs> and I came back. And I noticed that my bed was touched. And if you knew me in sophomore <laughs> year, I was a psycho. And I just got Taylor's so, very type A, if you yeah. couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That was hard to guess. And I noticed that my bed was out of place, and I confronted Gretchen about it, like, head on. <laughs> Confrontation. And you were in the bathroom, and you were like, no. Oh, I don't even remember. And I was like, well, it's not how I left it. So someone oh, it slept wasn't. in it. It was way better than you left <laughs> it. Let That's me tell you. Part. Okay, how would I tell you what happened? So basically, sophomore year, lived in a suite with eight people, which looking back, I don't, I don't know how we did no, that. That is either. crazy. I would never live with seven other humans. No. What the heck? I mean, it was fun. Like, there was always people around, but it was, like, distracting. Like, I could never get work done there. Like, I don't know. And I don't know how we, like, functioned and kept it clean. I literally don't remember. Anyway, there was eight of us living in this suite, and... I had quit rowing, so I lived with all rowers, and they were all gone this one weekend at a regatta, and I had just ran a sorority, and I remember our initiation was the next morning, and so I was like, a bunch of girls in my pledge class, I was like, guys, come sleep over, we'll have this big sleepover in my common room, right? And so I dragged my mattress off of my bed and put it in there. I went across the hall in Lucy's room to this day. I don't think she knows. Lucy, if you're listening, I'll tell you about it. This is funny. I went in her room, took her mattress off her bed. Because I wanted to just fill the room with mattresses and make it like this big fun like I think we were like jumping around for a while on the mattress and the mattresses and like filming boomerangs like I don't know like being like sophomore girls in college having a sleepover and Taylor's room was un- unlocked a bunch of the girls locked the room so I couldn't steal everyone's <laughs> mattress it was like mine and Lucy's and like yours and so I took Taylor's mattress but I knew she was like germaphobic crazy about her stuff and I left all the blankets on our mattresses and I just put we just had like you know fuzzy blankets on top and like slept on top of them but I remember when I was taking Taylor's mattress oh off I was God. like what the heck this was like well like we said her sophomore year was a difficult time and she would like lay in the hallway and be like huh. <laughs> oh well and this was I mean we didn't talk about it but this is because she was coxing her sophomore year because she wasn't like I feel like ready to like get back into rowing yet so yeah she was just I feel like it I don't even food. know how to put it. It was. I yeah, was like the pressure was coming from it, from it, inside of you, but also like the team and coaches and coxswains can be a lot smaller than right. the rowers. So Taylor, who's normally a rower, to like cut to the coxswain weight was just just really difficult. I mean, she has to look at her. She has like no weight to lose. Anyway, so it was just a difficult time. And I remember taking the mattress off of her bed and there was like pajamas, like like the sheets were kind of off the bed and there was like pajamas like under the sheets. And, like, everything was all messed up. I was like, oh, my God, okay. So then when I put her mattress back, I, like, made it all nice, like, tucked everything. She came back, and she's like, who slept in my bed? My bed's different. And I was like, no one even slept in it. And she was so upset. I felt really bad. And I, like, was so irrational. I was like, I got to go wash my sheets now. Yeah, it was, like, 10 p.m. I was like, just go to bed. No one slept in your sheets. She's like, I'm going to wash my sheets. And she probably slept on her, like, bare mattress (laughs) with, like, a blanket. Okay, moving on. That's our biggest fight. But, yeah. 
like, now we can laugh about it, so it's okay. And in hindsight, obviously, the right thing to do would have been to ask or been, you know what I mean? Like, Who I the hell just, cares now? Like, know. if you ask me now, now I let people sleep in my oh, bed. Oh, yeah, and now, see, Taylor's grown so much, you guys. Now people sleep in her bed, mm-hmm. and Max washes Flip the sheets. And <laughs> Good Lord. But, yeah, okay. What do you think has made our friendship last so long? Oh, a lot of things. <laughs> I think that we just genuinely enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And I feel like we function really well together. Yeah. Like, we've never had... As roommates or friends. And... Yeah, we've never had anything really come up or that's been, yeah. like, detrimental to our I know, friendship. I was trying to think, when we were just talking about fights, I was trying to think of the time that I've gotten the most angry at you. And, like, honestly, like, if this is our big pro- our biggest problem, it's not a problem at all. I feel like I just get so frustrated or so upset when you're so hard on yourself and because I'm just like oh that's so oh, like the other day I'm like Taylor if if only you could see yourself the way that everybody sees you and I know a lot of it comes with like like rowing and just like mentally how tough it can be and I know every girl talk like struggles with that I made a whole podcast about body image right. and um like you're lying if you're telling me that you've never you know struggled with how you thought that you've looked or whatever so I know everyone deals with that but yeah sometimes Taylor can be so hard on herself and I'm like you are literally so beautiful and like slim and in shape and strong in your arms like a question was why do your arms look like that they're amazing like I want my arms look like that you know so oh you people are sweet yeah I feel like I just get upset because I'm like oh my god sis you are literally hot like don't even worry about it you know (laughs) I think that also we just like understand one another and like support like this goes back to the beginning of the podcast yeah. like support encourage like help mm-hmm. when there needs to be help you know yeah like we just it just functions I don't know yeah and I feel like I've talked about this before but the best friends are the friends that make you a better person and yeah. I know that's Taylor for me because and you for me that's really cute because I feel like in our friendship I'm kind of like the degenerate but no stop <laughs> I hate when you say that I but, hate it but like Taylor obviously is like no. such a go-getter and always has her things together and she's so clean and so I'm like oh my gosh her room is always like spick and span and so is our apartment like maybe I should like get my things together so well and then you for me I just feel like you're so happy and you have like such a positive influence on other people and I like strive to be more like that so yeah. I feel like that's probably why I feel like I I, you're gonna be like that in like a couple years I feel like I just had so much time away from lightweight rowing to just like experience the world and be like wait I don't have to worry about being 130 pounds right. on a scale or I don't know like I feel like I've just had so much time to like grow about it so yeah now I'm just like sure. so positive about how I look and like how other people look um so this is kind of like into the next question it goes well because you were just saying like I have a positive influence on people mm-hmm. and this says what is it like being friends with a YouTuber and what is your favorite part of me being a YouTuber? Oh, okay. Well, I was, you asked me this the other night and I yeah. said that. I said that probably just the big impact that you have on people mm-hmm. and how much you influence people, whether it's like a 14 year old or like someone our age, like you mm-hmm. just have such a positive outlook and are such a positive light. And I feel like um, being able to bring that much joy into like individuals' lives is just so awesome, and like not everyone has a platform to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like that would probably be also like what I'm most proud of about you. Is that a thing? Can I be proud? Yeah. I think so. Is that you're able to like help people and like help people get through things. And uh-huh. I feel like when I'm with you and you meet people, like that's probably one of the number one things that they say. 
Like, yeah. oh, like, she's just a sweet, or, like, you helped me through this, or, you, yeah. like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, it makes you me just, so emotional when people, like, confide in me, yeah. like, you helped me through this hardest time of my life. Right. I'm like, girl, I'm, like, a little But, like, how awesome here. that you have the platform to be able to do that. I know. So, just seeing that, but also, probably the best part is being able to see how much you've grown from, like, seventh mm-hmm. grade to now. Like, it's been so many years since yeah. you started. So, just to be able I to know. see, like, the success that you've been able to have and the experiences yeah. that you've been able to have, like, I'm proud. Oh. Oh, thank yeah. you. I know. I feel like I'm, like, a different person than, yeah. like, ninth grade me that started And it, what but. is it like living with a YouTuber? It's fun. Like, you get to <laughs> see behind the scenes that a lot of you guys don't get yeah. to see. But also, like, you get to see how much work goes into it. Like, mm. I feel like a lot of people don't Realize. might, like, pass that by. Yeah. And you put a crap ton of work into it. You put oh. a lot of, like, effort into it that I'm able to see. Yeah. Like, are there lots of boxes that stuff <laughs> Like, yeah, but that's okay. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm over it. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just cool to see mm. the workings behind, like, a successful, like, you're running your own business and you get yeah. to see, like, the inner workings of, like, how that comes uh-huh. together. I know. I thought Taylor's answer to this, I asked her when I was looking through these questions, like, yesterday, and I was like, oh, if I were you, my answer would be, like, all the free stuff I get. Yeah, like, do I like my Fabletic sports bra? But yeah. That's not, like, I'd be okay without it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This question, like I said, we were going to talk about later. Does she want to run a marathon? Yes, I would love to run a marathon. I wanted Gretchen to run the Boston 2020 with me, but I that's okay. We might do 2021. Yeah, I we'll said see. maybe 2021, girlfriend, because I would have to start running like yesterday if we were going to do the Yeah, one I definitely, spring. I will either do one probably this spring or this fall at latest. Like, I'm very about it. I feel like I'm in the position to do one right now just because I of will all my be training. cheering you on. Gretchen said she'll meet me at, at the finish line, which is or fine. whatever mile you need. But me. if it's, if running something that you're thinking about getting into, like, just go out. I'm not kidding, and, like, go minute on, minute off, like, do something, just get into it, and if over time you start to develop, like, a love for it, like, go for it. Wait, that's such good advice, too, because that makes me think, guys, Taylor, too, like, I hope you realize just, I mean, I'm sure you can tell how driven and motivated she is, because literally after her ACL injury, this girl had the craziest recovery, like, I feel like I was on the easier end of recoveries, and, I mean, we both took PT, like, very serious but she just had like a more serious tear I would say and had a lot of like issues with her range of motion whatever and I remember her first day running like back to running and I was in good running shape back then and it's crazy that I was ever in better running shape than Taylor but like we're saying she was coming up this injury and so it was my freshman year I was still on the rowing team and I ran a lot to cross train so I could like go run forever like Taylor does now and I remember it was her first day back running. We were so excited. We were running by the river, like, on a path. And we would do, like, one minute on, one minute off, like, that kind of thing. And she was like, we have to slow down. Like, it was so hard for you. I and was now, dying. Like, and you know what I mean? So it's like, you really can, like, accomplish whatever you set your mind to. Because here was Taylor running, like, 11-minute pace miles. When we maybe would, slower, Maybe honestly. slower. When we would do, like, a minute on, a minute <laughs> off. And I'd be like, come on, Cookie, you can do it. I'm like, no! And now she runs, like, seven-minute mile, like, half marathons and is going to go run Boston one day. Like, so, yeah. So do it, people. If you're thinking about it, start. Yeah, you can do it. And do what I said. Just do a little. And you're going to have shin splints, so roll out your calves. Yeah. (laughs) That's my advice. Mm -hmm. Um, This says, what is your daily routine? This is a packed question. Boy, this is like a fitness podcast, I know. People are so interested. My daily routine. Okay, so I wake up. We already went over that. <laughs> Cock noodle do. 5 a.m. Ready to go. I will make a smoothie 
and usually like take a banana with me. And so I, you work out before the smoothie of a banana? Yeah. You work out on empty stomach normally? Yeah, or like half a granola bar. Yeah. But this varies. So if I don't, but this is, I'll do like if I'm working out in the afternoon because that's been more recent okay. because of running. So I'll wake up at, you know, 5.50 or 6.05. I wake up, get dressed. Um, I usually will have my lunch made the night before. So I just pull that out of the fridge, make a smoothie, mm-hmm. drive to work. I normally work like 7 to 3 or 7 to 4.30 depending on the day. It's a long day. It's a long day. And then I come home and then I'll do my workout. So I'll run. This past week, I did a lot of like going on a run like five or six miles and then going to core power. Mm. And then... So a lot of workout. So a lot of workout. (laughs) And then I'll come back to the apartment. I'll shower. I'll put in a load of laundry. Mm. I'll make dinner. Then, then you lay on the couch. And then I lay on the couch for a little watch bit. Watch Asian Parker. Watch Sean some YouTube. Johnson. Call my people that I have yeah. to call. <laughs> call Scott. Yeah. What's wrong? Are you okay? <laughs> call, call my my family. Make sure everything's Taylor's okay. Taylor's famous line. I have issues. She'll call her parents. She'll be like, hi, are you okay? Is What's wrong? Is everything okay? They're like, yes, Taylor. Everything's okay, I fine. care deeply about people. Like when you went missing this morning, I got a little stressed Yeah, Taylor out. was texting me like a million question marks. I'm like, I was at core power. Well, you didn't tell hour. me. I just get I worried. Know, I'm a little anxious you. if you can't tell. <laughs> a little high strung. Just, just a little. <laughs> and then I do that schedule all over again. Yeah. Well, okay, let's special. backtrack a little bit. So your okay. job, I know we've talked about this in a video, but in case people haven't heard, okay, is it so, typical day? I mean, it changes. It changes every day. So I'll just give a synopsis of kind of what I do. Yeah. So the family that I was nannying for last school year, I work for them now. They were like, we can't lose you. <laughs> and I love them to pieces. Maybe Beth will be listening. Hey, Beth. Um, love you, girl. So they have two kids now. Julia is going to be two in a couple weeks. And then Robert is what, like four and a half, five months now. So he's a baby. They're, they're so cute. So I nanny for them. And then the family also owns like real estate company. So I also do work for them mm. with the company which is like everything it's so it's cool. just yeah i get a it's really so good like you know overview of like how to successfully run a business like yeah. i get to see you know the calls that you have to make the orders that you have to place for she's gone to court before she yeah the i get to like thing, go see really cool things i'm really thankful for this experience because i just mm. get to see like at an entry-level job you're given you know a list of things to do you might be getting coffee right exactly <laughs> but here i'm able to like really get a deep understanding mm. of like finances and you know how to interact with people and you and know you with like the accountant like you get to do yeah, every you get aspect to see of everything it. so I'm really thankful for that so like a typical day some days I'm just with Julia and Robert and then other days I'll be with like Julia in the morning and then I'll go into the you know office or go to the job site in the afternoon so mm-hmm. it really like varies day to day mm-hmm. which is why like you're like oh my god that's such a long day but it's so broken up like I don't even yeah. like think twice it about it really quick. because I'm just doing like so many different things, things. Yeah. and then like the other weekend Rob and Beth were um they were out of town for a wedding mm-hmm. so I like spent the weekend with Juliet yeah so, so it, it just really depends. it just depends mm-hmm. but I'm like super thankful and do yeah. I know what I'm gonna be doing in May no but I think that's okay like you know it's yeah, only November no, right okay. now so I just have to like figure and out. she's like traveled with them before their house on the cave yeah like, so I'm like it's totally, such an interesting job yeah and that's so cool that there's <clears throat> so much variety in it like changes so much because that makes it so interesting and it's not like same thing nine right. to five no, every that's day. why I'm like, like so thankful that I'm not yeah so that's a good lesson people take your opportunities when right. they literally fall oh, into yeah. your lap because if you didn't watch my video you wouldn't know that the whole reason Taylor has this whole 
setup is because she went on care.com yeah, really literally <laughs> care.com to find a nannying job found this family like year and a half i don't ago. know why I, at the In time school. why i needed a nannying job she i was very busy okay wait <laughs> i did want to talk about this too with the lightweight rowing this girl also overloaded would do five classes i never did that i could not handle that she did that with rowing and an internship and nannying like I, I don't know so I, I saw her for maybe 30 minutes every week during this time yeah but that's okay it all worked out for the better because it ended up here so yeah and so really just take your opportunities for sure this just worked out so well for her what is your degree in Taylor my degree is in public relations but all of my internships that I have had have been in marketing mm. um I feel like PR and PR is like I did I took all the marketing like courses and whatnot but the typical title for it is public relations but Mm -hmm. I want to go back for my MBA in marketing yeah cool we just talked about what you're doing post-grad her job her running oh her boyfriend wait wait this is way more interesting I don't know how I haven't asked this question yet how did you meet your boyfriend how did I meet Tucker an hour in if you made it this far if you made it this far this is the good job this is the good so, part. So Tucker and I, which I'm sure people are going to have their stuff to say about it, but we met on Hinge, and I Woo-hoo! wasn't going to go on Hinge. A true modern couple. A true, yeah. <laughs> but what ended up happening was that I just realized that I was not in a work environment where I was, like, surrounded by super young people my age. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for a relationship like I had been single for so long Mm -hmm. and also I simply like didn't have time in college so I was never like hyper focused on it yeah I was like oh like now that I'm like chilling out like why that like that would be you know something that could be fun for me yeah I thought earlier when you said like the worst part about living with Max I thought you were gonna say in the beginning that you felt even more like I would worry that you would feel like oh like I wish I had a boyfriend or like get lonely or no something. I didn't want to intrude like I always like kind of felt like I was like intruding no I never wanted no to I know like I know which I'm we like, talked about and it was fine but I'm like sis Max can sleep in my room I'll come out <laughs> and sleep over with you like yeah like I'm trying to get Taylor to come to Reading with me like I like when the three yeah. of us are together and that was in the beginning like it was yeah. just a new adjustment Phase. yeah it's like totally fine yeah so, so taylor joined him i joined him and exciting. i was like what in the heck am i doing on this stupid stupid app i like didn't even know how to use a damn thing <laughs> because if you know me i would have like my iphone 4 if i could and she I, hates she hates the change with the iphone don't like she has ios one she just that's how so she I'm is like, what is She's this stubborn. thing and all my friends from college were like go on the damn thing so i was like okay so you put in like those stupid answers or questions and answers yeah. or whatever. Where like, to find me on the dance floor. I'm like, what kind of am I talking yeah. about? But I was like, whatever. So I like. And I was very proud of you for going on there because a lot of people are scared. Yes. And guys, advice yes. for you. I feel like Hinge is the most normal. Yes. Like Tinder, so, I don't know. No, I feel like that's kind of how I'm so happy I Bumble went on Hinge. Bumble and Hinge, I feel like are like the most normal. Yes. And so Tucky just so worked out happy. so well. Yeah, so all these people, like, they'll message, or you can, like, like, if you don't know message how it works, him. it's just, like, you message, like, people, whatever. So I came across Tucker, and he had, like, some ski pictures. I was like, oh, Ooh. okay. I was like, you ski. Common interest. I'm like, you're, yeah, sold. So I liked him, and then he liked me, which means that I had to, like, message him back. So I, like, said something so stupid. Like, what's your favorite place that you skied? <laughs> how cringy. No, that's oh, so pure. Lord. That's so cute of you. And so we just started talking. We just, like, connected. Mm. And there were some other people that I had, like, 
you know, been messaging with on Hinge, yeah. but I'm like, no one worthy of like meeting in person. Like, just yeah. not worth it. And I was actually starting to like feel discouraged. I was like, this is stupid. Like, why am I on here? Yeah. And then Tucker and I like just kept talking. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so nice. And of course, it's like online. So everyone's like, oh my God, like that's sketchy, whatever. I'm like, what do I have to lose? Like, yeah. we're going to go meet in a public place, whatever. Yeah. So he picked me up and we went and got vegan ice Wasn't cream. Wasn't this right after we were in the Outer Banks? I remember us yeah. like talking about this like Tucker person. Yeah. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. Yeah. So we met and we never stopped hanging out after that day. It happened so quick, you guys. Like... The f- after the first date, we had a second date the day after. Like, we just, like, kept And then the third date, out. the day after. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> you went to FOMU, right, for your first date? Yeah, 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 he took me there. And we just, he's, like, the best thing that's happened to me. He's just, like, oh. so my speed. And we have... He's so kind. So such kind a good guy. and caring and loving. And just makes me feel, you know, really good and really special. Yeah. And just has a lot of respect, I think. I know. I feel like you guys have such a good thing going you have such a healthy relationship you both have your own like things like he's a personal trainer if you guys didn't know and so they like have enough time i mean how perfect is that right there people right i I know lord they like go work out together i'm like oh my god but also i think it's healthy because he works till you know sometimes seven or eight at night so we're not you know at each other's throats like Like, we we just hang out at night yeah and um i'm just like really thankful for tucker and really thankful so don't write off dating apps because no. these days especially if you, okay perfect example if you're Taylor yeah. and literally working all the time running all the time when is she gonna have time to go search around Boston looking for a boy maybe on her runs she, maybe <laughs> I thought about she it she starts I looking around so hey what's your number she's running by because like you know what I mean and you're, also what are you supposed to do I'm not really into the bar scene like I yeah. really don't like it and I'm as how is she supposed to go out to a bar just to get up at 5 a.m i don't like going out to bars i tried it so don't knock it till you try it if i can do it let me tell you you can do it yeah and i was so proud of her that she got over it because i mean i feel like that's just that's such like a vulnerable position to be an undating app like it's so new and like can be scary i just went in it very you just have to go in confident like what do you have to lose yeah she was so confident about it so yeah so there's i know that's like (laughs) such a fun story he's the best and i feel like i feel about him how you feel about max like i feel like i can hang out with tucker on my own they're both such good guys we were like what's up with these like 24 oh that's another thing too though i feel like they're both 24 so they're both like more mature so just date an older guy honestly (laughs) that's my opinion and my advice because they will be more mature than someone your age most likely i mean whatever what's two years gonna do but honestly i feel like i noticed a big difference than guys that were like at uh, the yeah hello guys they do their laundry they fold their laundry they like have their things together clean they're so clean Mm -hmm. yeah his apartment's clean like i was shocked i think the biggest thing though like within any relationship is you have to just find someone that makes you happy like you can't worry about all like the bells and whistles of anything else like tucker and i tell him this all the time like he genuinely just makes me happy and i think that max genuinely makes gretchen happy yeah and it shows through you and I that they make yeah. us happy so I feel like that's yeah, just you're such happy the key. around them and yeah. like my mom and Scott like Scott makes my mom happy yeah you know like you just have to find who makes you happy yeah so this kind of goes with what we were saying like mm-hmm. I feel like we don't get sick of our boyfriends but we also have like good balances of having times without them so I guess so that we don't get sick of them and just so that we have like our own things going on but this question is about us do we get sick of each other no, because 
Yeah. We're not together enough to get sick of one Yeah, another. exactly. As you heard her say, she'll be here for six days this month. So I <laughs> value the time that we have together so much because yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm only going to see this girl for yeah, one more day this month. Yeah. So I don't think that I ever get sick yeah, of you. And also we're not in here at the same time really. I yeah. mean, except at night. But you know. Yeah. I know because she'll get up early, leave, and yeah. So we don't have like too much time together here that we would get like snippy with each other right. and oh gosh no, no 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 this can be our last question oh i'm good talk I'm about good. veganism we touched on it a little bit okay but people this is want a to good hear. topic okay i think that like i said one diet doesn't work for everyone Everyone's tucker different. tried to go vegan and it literally blew out his insides i'm sorry tucker but it did <laughs> so it doesn't work didn't for work. everyone yeah i went vegan um, mainly because of you and Lucy, honestly, because mm-hmm. I saw you guys trying. I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched a bunch of like documentaries and read articles and whatnot. And for me, it has nothing really to do necessarily like with the animals per se. Yeah. I, Taylor will always say that to people are like, oh, you must like love animals. And Taylor's like, like no, no, I don't care about the animals. Really. It's for like my health. <laughs> I just think that for me and my level of activity and what I'm doing, being vegan is best for me. But I know in your stomach, you have and such a I, I have stomach. a terrible stomach. Like, like so sensitive. The air makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, it's terrible. So I feel like just eating really clean is best for me. Um, it's hard. Like I think that it's difficult at first to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. But I did it because of the process that animal and dairy products go Goes, through yeah. to get to your table. Which doesn't bother some people, and that's totally fine. But just for me, I just kind didn't like want you to put that in me. Yeah. But I'm totally fine. Like, I don't feel like I'm a quote-unquote, like, annoying vegan. Like, no, I'm fine being around She would make that. me chicken parm I, in I college. I will make people chicken parm. She literally parm. makes the best chicken parm. Like, she yeah. doesn't eat it, but she makes it. <laughs> like, I will totally, like, I support, like, whatever you choose to do. But for me, it works. Mm. And I think that, yeah, the stomach thing is probably my biggest thing is that it just, like, makes yeah. me feel a lot better. Yeah. And I f- just feel a lot better, like, you know, when I'm working out that I have those type of, like, nutrients inside yeah. of me. But I'm not pay- – like, if I'm out to eat at a restaurant and I order pasta that, you know, has – you know, was made – the pasta string has egg in it, like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to be picky about that. Yeah. But I'm also – like, I'm not eating butter at restaurants. Like, I'm not doing yeah. any of that. Yeah. But I'm not – it's like super annoying about it when it comes yeah. to that type of stuff. Yeah, I but see. I do eat one hundred percent vegan. Like yeah, I, I don't make any like excuses or like substitutions. Yeah. I'm never like, oh, I'll eat pizza uh, like one night a week. Like, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, I feel like it just really made sense for her because you didn't really enjoy meat that much anyway. You would eat salmon maybe like once yeah. in a while. So I miss fish. Really ma- I miss seafood yeah. a lot. It didn't really, like, matter. And then dairy, honestly, like, everyone and their mother is lactose intolerant anyway. So yeah. I feel like it's just what made Taylor feel the best. So bottom line, just do what works for you and eat however makes you feel. Yeah, if it doesn't work for you, don't freaking do it because mm-hmm. it might not be the best for you. And also, like, consult a doctor. Like, I am not a doctor, so what the hell do I know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know anything. So. Yeah. Oh, my God, this has been so fun. I feel like I could talk forever. This is. I know. We can make this literally three hours. <laughs> But I hope you learned a lot more about Taylor. We didn't really do that. I grew up here. There's many siblings, but she's like literally like in the Brady Bunch. The oldest of five. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I grew up where Gretchen grew up. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, we we have more topics for another time, but... Um, Thanks for having me. I'm so honored. Course. I said this is probably my first and only podcast. I'll oh no, she'll be on more. This will. This is only the beginning. You're so good at it. Oh, okay. See, don't you forget the microphone's there. It's just yeah. like. Oh, I don't. Who it's cares? really like we're hanging out. But that was so good. Love you guys. Thanks for listening, and catch you in my next episode. Bye.